This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I told you I'd be back. Glad to be able to do this. You know, I posted the Monday podcast on Sunday, which I was happy to do. But I don't like to go too many days in between podcasts. This three days a week is all well and good. But, you know, Friday to Monday and if something posts a little late and, and, you know, you kind of lose touch and I don't like to do that. So here we are. I'm glad that this worked out the way it did. Uh, yesterday, if you were listening and paying attention, I was updating you on some of the security risks that we're facing um, and uh, some of the things going on internally, the economic sabotage that uh, Biden seems to be carrying out on us under some weird justification I don't understand. But anyway, um, I then left you with a list of Weird things going on in the world of public figures and their uh, indecencies, I suppose you might say. And um, why is this happening and and what's going on? What's the impact? Well, there's also a uh, Wall Street Journal article saying that smartphones have turbocharged the danger of porn. And... um, I have to agree. I have to agree. I, I have a feeling that it's creating far more problems than we could ever uh, fully appreciate. Anybody who's, um, I don't know, I mean, I put it this way. If you add a hyperactive sex drive, I could see how the pornography today could lead you down a, uh, a very um, damaging path, potentially, especially considering... Uh, young people having access to it and some of what's allowed today, you know, you keep hearing this said in different ways, you know, this isn't, this isn't Reagan's Republican Party. This isn't, the, this isn't the Demo- Kennedy Democrats. And uh, you could say, well, this isn't, this isn't the, this isn't 70s porn either. <laughs> it's not really funny, I guess. Uh, here's a story. The Philadelphia district attorney not too upset about the mass looting. Meanwhile, a biker guy broke the window of a car. These, have you seen this? It's been a big problem. I've talked to you about the security risk. This dude with his helmet on jumps on the car, kicks in the window. Turns out to be a mom with her kids inside, working a side hustle, hustle doing the Uber or somewhere, something like that, making a delivery, trying to, you know, make ends meet. And this thug jumps on the car, busts the window. Well, the mom gets in his face. He kind of headbutts her with the helmet on. I think she was okay, but this is harrowing. And she wasn't putting up with it, brave enough to stand up. Well, at the end of the day, uh, horrendous. Um, and this guy is going to be charged very high bail. The DA asked for because he's white and the mom looked mixed race, but you know, that's black as far as the political world goes. 
throw children into the mix, this guy's going to go away for a long, long time. They're going to make a make a, a point of it. I don't know. Uh, here's a story out of Portland. This what they they claim to be this wealthy businessman. It's so funny to me how things get reported. For whatever reason, I decided to look into this wealthy businessman aspect, and uh, I don't know that I agree with that uh, summary. But anyway, he lived in a nice house. He had a nice Mercedes Benz and shot and to- uh, uh, killed two people. Um, listen, I, I, I don't you know agree with it. I don't support it at all. I think that people like this guy are a danger to the Second Amendment his justification, but I did want to make this point to you that I said to my wife, more often than not, it's the words of the shooter that gets them jammed up with law enforcement. So if you so choose to use a firearm for the purpose of self-defense only, um, make sure you understand the laws and know how to keep your mouth shut basically, would be my advice. I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not your conscience police either. All right, I got to take a quick break. I'll be right back. You won't even know I'm gone. See you in a second. Told you you wouldn't even know I was gone. Let me tell you why I was gone, though. As I uh, surmised this on my way back and forth, the reason that I had to pause there, I'm home alone with my daughter. Well, I'm not home alone if I'm with my daughter. My wife's not home. My wife's out shopping which is great. It's great for everybody, really. I think it's great for my daughter. She likes to just, I think, have a little time alone. I think she enjoys being having a little break from my wife. They get along great. They have a great relationship. But, you know, like anything, it's probably nice to get a little, little break from each other, quite frankly, right? It's good for me. It's good for me and my daughter. It's good, good, good. <laughs> Today, I decided to do a little recording. My daughter's having a little uh, downtime to herself, which she seems to enjoy. And my wife, my daughter has this Apple watch now, which is kind of cool. We're enjoying it. You access it through an app. So no creepy critters can't get in there. And it's cool. She's been in touch with my son who's out in Washington state. It's awesome. And, uh, but anyway, my wife is texting me to tell my daughter to get her watch on so that my wife can text my daughter. And so I had to stop what I was doing, go yell upstairs, put your watch on. Mom wants to text you. Is it me or have we gone backwards? <laughs> I I would think it would be better if we just put it, went back to having a phone on the wall and the thing rang and everybody, got the phone. <laughs> that was the mobile phone of the, of the 70s. Get the phone, yelling it at my brother. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with this guy shooting people, and it was road rage. And um, so I wanted to mention about, you know, if you're going to use a weapon in self-defense, read this story. I mean, he basically just completely made the case against himself. Dumb. Um, don't do that. And whatever you say, whatever whatever justification you think you have for the shooting, don't assume that you're going to communicate that in a way that is compliant with the law. For example, if you call 911 and say, I just shot somebody, you're likely going to get arrested as a result of that. Knock, knock. Oh, thank goodness you're here. I just shot somebody. We understand. Turn around and put your hands behind me. No, what do you mean? You just said you just shot somebody. Those are the first words out of your mouth. 
We're going to start there. Put your hands behind your back. Not in a good situation. I was attacked in my home. I believe the intruder is dead. (laughs) Hopefully that's the call you're making. Police come. What happened? In my case, I have a very short memory. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what to do. You're going to figure it out on your own. U.S. economy added 336,000 jobs last month, almost twice what was expected. Watch as in the month or two down the road, they revise it to half of that. I kid you not, it's a little game that goes on. It's hilarious. Nobody really picks up on it. You know, how much um, more false data could they feed us? The economy's actually really great right now. You ungrateful taxpayers... Just fail to appreciate everything that Uncle Joe is doing for you. I mean, for God's sake, look at how he's built up Iran. <laughs> look at look at what he's done for Hamas. How he's he's equipped them to to launch the deadliest strike on Israel probably ever. Look at how Uncle look at all the achievements of Uncle Joe. He turned he turned Afghanistan back over to the Taliban faster than the Soviets did when they were there. What in the seventies? Uncle Joe setting records. He's a trendsetter. Uncle Joe letting go of, of, of world influence at a faster rate than, than any other world power in history. Uncle Joe creating instability at a rate not seen in human history. Wow. But they tell you everything's fine. Oh, yeah. The economy's actually really good. Really, really good. We're adding jobs here. We're adding jobs there. <laughs> uh, as you can see, I'm carrying over my uh, positive outlook, my uh, settled mood from yesterday. I feel pretty good. I've been sipping a little green tea. Um, I'm happy about that. <laughs> uh, U.S. economy adding 336,000 jobs. As if it matters to me. I don't see any evidence of any unemployment where we're at here. Uh, it seems to me that the, um, you know, the cry for, you know, see, there was we were seeing signs for you know, bonuses for drivers and this and that. And that seems to have quieted down. I don't really get a sense that there's as much of a hiring frenzy. Uh, I see indications that construction is about to slow down a lot. Going into next year, housing, construction, uh, all of it seems to be about to come to an abrupt halt. So much for the infrastructure bill, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I guess the high interest rates are finally having their impact in that regard. And we'll see if it throws us into a recession or not. The only question then is if uh, Uncle Joe can push it off till after the election. If he can fool people long enough. They printed so much cash. It just is riding a wave, a a, a fiat money tsunami. <laughs> I sound like CNN. I could go work for C. If I keep belting out liners like that, I could go work for CNN, right? A a, a fiat money. Well, you couldn't say fiat money because it's too it's too complicated for the average person. The average CNN listener doesn't know what fiat money is. So what would you say? A a um a um a. a a stimulus tsunami. Oh, yeah, there you go. 
a stim- the Fed has triggered a stimulus tsunami. Wow, thank you. I just I think I can put that on a resume and send that into whoever's running CNN. I think I'm in. Wow. A a a Fed triggered stimulus tsunami is about to hit the economy and we could see inflation not seen since the throes of the 70s combined with an oil uh, um, supply problem. Are we looking at gas lines again? Let's hear from our expert, Billy Bonblonowitz, who nobody's ever heard of before. <laughs> I, guys, I think I'm ready for the spot. Did I miss anything? I think that was good. Wow. I just did that completely naturally, too. I think I'm, I think I'm ready for the prime time. I mean, hey, these guys sit there and regurgitate dog snot every day, and people are just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Somehow, I mean, they say it's dying, but... They're still getting multi-million dollar contracts. I'm sitting down here running texts back and forth to my daughter, for God's sake. (laughs) Just hoping that I got enough oil to keep the house warm for the rest of the winter, for God's sake. These guys are, you know, living high on the hog in New York City, looking down on the rest of us, laughing, just spewing out nonsense. I could do it. I could do it, doggone it. Lots of, you want me to talk about climate change? (laughs) Oh, I could scare the heck out of everybody. Oh, you better get on board now. Listen to me. You need. It's not enough to hang your laundry outside. <laughs> All right, I got to quit messing around. I got to uh, wrap this up in 14 minutes. Would you like to know why? <laughs> well, because I've got meatballs in the oven. That's a fact. Don't judge me. I can cook. Actually, my wife made the meatballs. They were frozen. And uh, I found a little easy cooking technique. So... Um, and I kind of found it by accident. Not that you want to hear this. I got 14 minutes. I got a lot to talk about. Eh, we'll be fine. Um, normally I put them on the stove in a pot, but we got this fancy schmancy electric stove. We don't have gas here. So, you know, we got the best electric stove we could afford. And, um, anyway, I don't know. There's a problem with the burners, long story short. So I had to put them in the oven so I could record the podcast, not to check on these things every five minutes. And lo and behold, we had these um, disposable aluminum pans. Like, perfect. No cleanup. Because, you know, the spaghetti sauce, I just threw a jar of stuff in there with these great meatballs my wife makes. It's her aunt's recipe. You know, quick lunch kind of thing. See what I'm saying? And, um, you know, healthy meatballs, uh, low carb. I put them in there, cover it with foil, boom, set it and forget it. And uh, I'm going to do it with chicken breast and um, gravy. Throw it in there, cook it, done. Maybe, I don't know, a little starch, probably not. Just do that with vegetables, it's good. Anyway, scary stuff going on out there. (laughs) Uh, ADHD medication shortage, I think it's Adderall that they're talking about. And you say, who cares? I think there may be broader ramifications to this than who cares. Uh, How much of this stuff is being trafficked from Canada and stuff like that? You know, is there really a supply issue? I really don't know. I don't know. They say that uh, a 14,000-year-old tree, where is it? Probably in Israel, Hamas probably blew it up. That's not funny. Um, Where is this thing? This tree, anyway, supposedly recorded a solar flare, which everybody talks about as being like the existential threat. I don't doubt it. If the grid goes down, um, 
I think there's a lot of assumptions being made. This the tree looks like it's been cut down. Uh, sub-fossilized trees. Sub-fossilized trees? 14,000 years ago? Spike was found to line up with patterns in the beryllium levels in the Greenland ice cores, indicating that the spike was caused by a huge solar storm. Wow. You know what I think the biggest existential threat is? Humans, quite frankly. I mean, the weather's been great, as best I can tell. We have an abundance of resources. The sun's been great. All this, you know, don't go outside. The sun's going to kill us. The solar flare, da, 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 da. I haven't seen any any real evidence of it. That being said... <laughs> Imagine if, if all the sun, I said this to my wife, she didn't get it. My wife thinks I'm nuts, if you, in the case you don't know. I said, could you imagine if all of a sudden we didn't have refrigeration, how many people would die off? She's she's the positive. She's like, nah, I think people would adapt pretty quickly. I was like, how do you know? No, they wouldn't adapt pretty quickly. You have no idea. I'm going to be negative about it. <laughs> I have no proof to offer in this argument, but I'm going to win it one way or the other. That's when she usually just kind of lowers her eyebrow and stares at me. You might know what I'm talking about. Maybe not. Anyway, why Tesla is not unionized according to CNN business? Why does CNN or anybody else care if Tesla is unionized? Um, Tesla apparently has resisted efforts by the workers to unionize um, with UAW membership um, declined. Um, but now they're talking about trying to get back in there. I'm sure the union has a great propaganda program. Tesla is seen as a threat to UAW wages and benefits. Um, the company's uh, been difficult for unions to break into, which they feel is um, weakening labor organization protections in the United States. Um and Tesla has countered these union efforts by offering basically stock options uh, to the factory workers, which has seemed to work well all around. I don't hear any complaints. It seems to me that a lot of people might like to work at Tesla's and almost, in essence, the, the, the benefits of being employee-owned when they're stock options. And then they roll into this, that the, the, the uh, union, unionizing in the United States is challenging compared to other countries. Well, it's just another CNN um, World Economic Forum promoted story, right? Which, you know, is anybody from the big auto industry part of that World Economic Forum? I have to believe that they are. Who knows? But, you know, uh, first of all, I'm I'm pro-union, generally speaking. I'm not a big rah-rah union guy. I think that the the worst enemy of the union is the union if they would stop politicizing and actually, you know, do what's right for the membership. Did you know that the vast majority of labor relations complaints are union members made against the union, not the employer? I could go on and on. Anyway, you know, I've asked, why isn't Walmart unionized? Why not the same pressure on them? And maybe Walmart has in some way appeased the unions. I don't know. Who knows? I know this. A lot of union members don't seem too happy with the unions that I talk to. Is this Rolls-Royce? I believe it is. 
Um, yeah. Rolls Royce. Is it? I don't want to misquote this. Yes. Rolls Royce by 2030 will stop making gas driven cars. So within the next seven years, they say they're going to go all electric. I call bunk. How many of these companies are satisfying their stupid DEI uh, requirements with this promote? Yeah, we're going to do it. Sooner or later, just like the Air Force I mentioned yesterday, they're going to say, no, you, you need to start doing stuff like now. Like start firing some of those white people or something. Or, or you know, it's going to be, it's going to need to be more than just solar panels there, Rolls Royce. I don't know. They're nuts. They really are. Is it a bad idea? Well, for Rolls Royce, um, I don't know. It may not be. I don't, I don't know what the average Rolls Royce consumer uh, expects in terms of refueling options or average distances and things like that. I know that the electric performs great, so the car will you know be quiet and it'll drive very nicely. I suppose that's a, a great selling point. How much time do I have? Six minutes and 30 seconds until my meatballs are done. Not a lot of time for me to talk about what I want to talk about next, which is the climate, the climate change um, um, campaign, shall we say. Huh? Uh, scientists say the, the homes of billions are on track to become uninhabitable. That this 1.5 degree Celsius increase in temperatures is just, just enough to make... Billions of people, homeless, basically. The population of the world is 8 billion. You're telling me that billions of those people? Yes, yes. All of India, all of Africa, all of Indonesia, all these places, they're all going to be uninhabitable. Just like Maui. And yes, here's an opinion poll shows that Americans want climate change action. Now, Uncle Joe, now, ban the gas, ban the dirty gas. These people would commit Harry Carey. They don't care. They believe it. Exxon doesn't. Exxon just bought a company, a fracking company, I think, doesn't matter, for $60 billion. What does that tell you that uh, Exxon, what does that tell you that the petroleum community is thinking? (laughs) I told you I'm ready for prime time. Look at that. I finished all the stories and I have time to spare even. This is I think I think I'm ready to be an anchor on CNN, MSNBC. I could I could work work well in a multicultural environment. I think it would bring some balance, don't you? Fresh new liberal ideas that I could offer such as my um my uh forced solar panels. Forced everybody should be forced to drive electric and share their vehicle. I mean, look, there's you know, this country, there was a time when households had one car per household, and that's grown to you know, uh, 7.8 now. And we need to get some of these off the road, these dirty pollution makers. So we're gonna go, but we'll give you 1.5 cars, no, 0.5 cars per household. You're gonna have to share with your neighbor. And the best way to do that is just to put a plug down at the end of the driveway, and we're going to have an app. 
<laughs> There's going to be an app. <laughs> You're going to be able to go on and, and reserve the vehicle at the times that you need it. All right? So between you and your spouse and and the other family, and if your kids are driving, you're going to have to figure this out. But the app is going to do that for you. Oh, and by the way, it's going to be self-driving. It's going to be great. You won't even have to own it. I've got this all figured out. I really do. And if, if space is an issue, we're going to put it on a lift like they have in New York. I'll just be able, to, be able to put it on the driveway and raise it up. And you'll just be able to drive under it. And then when your neighbor needs it, they're going to go on the app. And then it's going to lower the lift. And they'll go take the car. And if an emergency comes up, the app is going to be connected to your other neighbors. And, of course, emergencies would take precedence. And there's no chance that any of this... <laughs> Would get abused, or that a fire or mishap could. Uh, uh, no, it's gonna be just gonna be awesome. It really is. I gotta get my meatballs out of the oven. I'm just glad I could come back. It feels so good. It was uh, fun to have a little fun. I hope you enjoyed it as well. I know it seems like the world is burning around us, but uh, we really do need to stay positive. I'll be back on Friday, God willing. That's the plan. I hope to see you there. I'm gonna have a big update for you. We'll talk about the economy. I'm gonna go have meatballs. Make it a great day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.